0: This is an RNZ podcast.
1: Earlier in the week, there was a flurry when news broke of cutbacks in local programming at MediaWorks main TV channel 3. Long-running comedy show Seven Days will be cut back to just 12 episodes next year, and just after its debut series concluded last week, the channel's owner MediaWorks said that Guy Williams' New Zealand Today won't be back at all next year. There are also claims this week, which MediaWorks didn't confirm or deny, that the scandal-hit but well-watched reality show Married at First Sight won't be made in 2020 either. Now, entertainment programs come and go all the time and, as we now know, these are very tight times for broadcasters, MediaWorks especially, so news of those changes wasn't especially surprising. But after recent speculation that Three's owner MediaWorks was struggling to stay afloat financially, pundits saw this week's news as a sign that the end really could be nigh for MediaWorks TV channels. And that was not exactly dispelled for anyone who was watching Three's primetime current affairs show, The Project, on Wednesday.
0: It's not unrealistic or an exaggeration to say that the next move could be for MediaWorks to close down our entire station. You'll be back the way it was in the 80s with only one choice of TV news.
1: Good evening, Network News for Wednesday the 18th of November. Project co-host Jesse Mulligan there, raising the prospect of the demise of his TV employer on its own main TV channel on Wednesday. Now this isn't the first time that's happened. Back in August, AM show host Duncan Garner turned the lights out in the studio when calling on the Broadcasting Minister for help. I have a challenge for the Broadcasting Minister, Chris Farfoy. Um, step in and save New Zealand television and New Zealand news channels before it's too late and, and the lights somehow go out. it's too late. (laughs) But Chris, I know you're up for this. There's money in the kitty. Going back to the bad old Stalinist days of Putin's channel only and no one else sort of exists. It's simply not an option, surely. You've got to help. And back then, Duncan Garner wasn't exactly going rogue by talking down his own company and painting TVNZ as the USSR. The same day, an interview with MediaWorks Chief Executive Michael Anderson was published in which he said its position was unsustainable. And MediaWorks Chief of News Hal Crawford published a piece on the News Hub website arguing that the New Zealand TV industry was broken and skewed in favour of TVNZ. And that claim was also served up to the project's viewers last Wednesday by Jesse Mulligan.
0: So what's the problem? Well, 3 has a big competitor. You will have heard of it, TVNZ. They do everything they can to take viewers off 3. That's what they should do. But at the moment, it's not a level playing field. TVNZ do what we do. They make the highest-rating shows they can, and then they sell advertising. But unlike 3, if their budget doesn't add up, they get to say to their owner, the government, sorry, but we're going to lose $17 million this year. And the government says, what ifs? In the toughest market in media history, our government has allowed a competitor to turn into a not-for-profit. And it's wished the rest of us good luck.
1: Now, that $17 million loss is a forecast one for next year and not an actual one delivered by TVNZ. But it's not the first time that state-owned TVNZ has been able to forego delivering a dividend to the Crown as it's supposed to do. And you could see that that would be jarring for Jesse Mulligan and anyone else at MediaWorks worried about keeping those loss-making TV channels on the air. MediaWorks has lobbied the government for years to turn TV1 into a non-commercial channel to boost its own share of the TV ad market, but so far none of this has moved the government. But broadcasting policy is now under review, the reason that MediaWorks and their on-screen talent are now pleading and pressuring the Minister of Broadcasting, Chris Farfoy, on air like this.
0: Broadcasting Minister Chris Farfoy has said he'll announce a new policy on broadcasting before the end of the year. Well, this week's news shows he's already waited too long. If you want three around to keep New Zealanders laughing and to keep all these guys honest, the time to act was yesterday.
1: Now, as we heard there, Jesse Mulligan's crisis claims were pegged to the news that Three had slashed back its comedy offerings for 2020. And Jesse Mulligan opened his editorial by telling viewers those comedies were not being cancelled and cut back because people weren't watching them, but because of TVNZ.
0: The government is in competition with a private business and with an unlimited pot of taxpayer money to dip into. Who do you reckon is going to win?
1: Now, as a Crown-owned company, TVNZ does not have access to unlimited taxpayers' money, and what Jesse Mulligan didn't mention at all was that Three's comedies have had plenty of taxpayers' money via the government's broadcasting funding agency, New Zealand On Air. Seven days has been on air for a decade, thanks to government broadcasting policy. As recently as July, New Zealand On Air made a funding commitment of $1.2 million for 32 more episodes of Seven Days in 2020. And in its decade on the air, the program's had $7.5 million of public money. And that's a lot for a relatively simple studio-based panel show using mostly in-house talent like Di Henwood and Jeremy Corbett. And likewise for New Zealand Today, the debut series of which was funded to the tune of more than half a million dollars, covering the vast bulk of its costs. Its star Guy Williams, who was a guest on the project just last week, told the spin-off website this week a second series was likely to get New Zealand on-air funding and he was expecting a green light from the network any day. So, the real issue then is not what TV3's Friday night comedy lineup will be in 2020, but how we're spending almost a quarter of a billion dollars every year on public broadcasting and media now, and why.